you can have conversations with people. It's never going to be the good old days. I miss the good old days. I miss the TV changing with the channel. I miss the tinfoil on the antenna. I miss drinking out of the hose. And I think that we can get aspects of that back, but I think it's also okay to learn some new tricks along the way to, to stay relevant and to be able to communicate with people in this age of your life that you're in. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Always, always, always a pleasure to be joined by my sister, Carrie. Did you guys know we're sisters? Some people are like, you look exactly alike. And then some people are like, oh, I didn't know you were sisters. I posted a picture of uh, me and my youngest daughter, your niece, Anne Marie. And I cannot tell you the number of comments that I got that said, she looks like Aunt Christy. She looks like Aunt Christy. Wow. Yeah, I think a lot of your features do look a lot alike, but it was funny because I got a lot of those comments this time. So it must have been the picture or something. Carrie, maybe you better introduce yourself just for anybody. Oh. If you're new to this podcast, we welcome. Thank you for being here. We're one of the highest ranking podcasts in this space. We're really proud of that. And so thank you for being here. But you might not know who Carrie is. So my name is Carrie Thompson. I'm Christie's chief operations officer here at Code Red, and I lost over 100 pounds on the Code Red lifestyle and have kept it off for around 10 years. I say around because I had a baby in there before I was starting to lose weight, whatever. You guys, I also had failed weight loss surgery. So I, I snuck over to Mexico, uh, unbeknownst to my family, had no idea. I went over there, had weight loss surgery, have had nothing but complications and did not lose weight, had to have it reversed. Um, and so have suffered all of those consequences. On top of that, I'm also a registered nurse. I have a master's degree in nursing, master's degree in nursing education, and came to work for Christy almost five. Can you believe it's been five years in August? five years that I've been working for Christy and I still do some bedside nursing, but for the most part, I am, I'm hundred percent code red anyway, but some of the percentages are bedside nursing. Yeah. Yeah. And we really, I just love doing podcasts with Carrie. And today we're talking about old dog, new tricks. And at the time we're recording this, which is May of 2022, I I love TikTok. I, <laughs> Carrie and I are both on TikTok. I do a right around three to four TikToks a day. That's just at the time we're recording this, that's TikTok is the largest platform and platforms come and go. We know this. We've watched it happen to MySpace. We watched it happen <laughs> to Facebook. We watched it happen to Snapchat. We watched it happen. Now Instagram's on its way out and everybody's on TikTok. And um, it's really funny because I'm 46 years old. Carrie's 48 years old. And it's really funny to, and, and we're generation X. So we lived through the non-internet era and then the internet area. So we think we're the greatest generation. I think we are. And we are having to really learn all these things of, that are like, are so foreign to us and like the TikTok dances. And now I, why am I on TikTok? Uh, 
I'm on TikTok to try to spread the message of Code Red through funny ways. I have different characters that I have arguments with and discussions with on my TikTok page. And I, I try to do funny things where I'll mouth the words to songs and it will pertain to something to do with Code Red. And so ultimately, it's not to I'm not trying to find a man on TikTok. I'm not trying to get famous on TikTok. I'm about three years behind on everybody else. I've only been doing it for two months. And so I'm really trying to catch up. But just before we started recording here, I was trying to do a funny TikTok dance that's trending right now. Trends change about every week. There's a new trend that comes out maybe every two weeks and everybody does the dance and we all try to do or the or the or the mouthing the words or some sort of a challenge or whatever's going on. And I was and I'm 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 a pretty decent dancer. I'm OK. I'm not as good as our other sister, but I was making fun of myself trying to learn this 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 TikTok dance. And it made me think old dog, new tricks. And our target clients, the majority of the Code Red Rebels in our community are menopausal women in their 50s and 60s. In fact, 93% of them are. And so I imagine if you're listening to this right now, you're probably really relating to old dog, new tricks right here. It is such a funny thing to be able to catch up with these. Now, Christy, I don't know. Snapchat for my daughter's age group seems to be still really popular. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know because I don't do it. Now, that is one platform I have never gotten into, never enjoyed it. Brandon and all of my husband and all of his farming buddies send each other farming Snapchats. Anyway, of cows and being on tractors, it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. So those old guys are doing it. But Christy, it is very hard to to shift our way of thinking. And I think one one way I would say this is paradigms fall hard. Your paradigms, the way you think of things, the way that you view things, the old way of doing things, it falls hard. And I'm telling you, I remember uh, when cell phones first came out, people were just like, no, you had to have them in a big box. You had to have an antenna, you know, it cost you $800 a month to be able to hook up to a satellite and paradigms fall hard. And we could all sit back. We sound like old ladies when we say this, but you could say, I remember when we didn't have electricity, our, our great grandparents may have said that. I remember when the, we only had the one car and it cost us, you know, a hundred dollars way back, you know, and all these things that have come and gone, these paradigm shifts. And Christy, I would say to you and our audience, it's no different than what our grandparents went through watching us grow up and what our great grandparents went through. It's just that now we're in the middle of it. Now we're the ones sitting on the front porch. <laughs> yeah, I just attended a business conference down in Miami and there was a guy speaking on the metaverse. I don't even know what the metaverse, I can't even tell you right now without Googling it exactly what the metaverse is. And it talked about how technology is advancing so fast that if we do not pivot with the technology as business and company owners, we will be left behind. There are going to be people who, what did he say? Uh, people who use technology and people who provide technology. It's like two types of people, people that are going to be left in the world. And if you don't pivot, you are going to go under. And they had this, um, they were giving, she was giving examples of things that people like virtual reality things and, and devices they wear to help them do certain things. And it's so, I sat there, I, I felt I was one of the older people in the group and 
I felt so old because my jaw was on the floor that he's showing us what's coming down the pipeline. And it was astonishing. I can't wrap my head around this, but the pro- the thing is you got to wrap your head around it if you want to stay relevant. So Code Red will continue to move with the times and will continue to serve the public however we can. But it has been hard for this old dog to learn new tricks. It is tough. And let me give you another example outside of technology, but sort of the same thing. Um, Being a nurse for the past 20 years, I have seen a lot of things shift and anybody in healthcare can absolutely uh, understand what I'm saying. I'll never forget the first time telemedicine came around and it was um, a provider in Alaska um, being able to have an assistant in a very remote location in Alaska. And I remember seeing this video, by the way, Christy, this was very poignant to me. Like this was I'll never forget it. And the provider was looking through the camera and it was it was just like Zoom or FaceTime, but we didn't have it back then, okay? And they would say, well, how are you feeling? Well, can you listen to the cough? And then the assistant would listen to the ear, the, the, the lung sounds. And we were like, oh, telemedicine. You guys, I have sat right here in this desk and watched my husband at that computer right next to me have 20 telehealth medicines. It's no big deal anymore. So things are shifting. So. Fast forward to me being a nurse, I don't know, about 10 years, and I'm at Pullman Memorial, Pullman, excuse me, Regional Hospital in Pullman, Washington. Shout out to the Cougs. And my boss at that time, her name was, her name still is Lorray Larson. And you guys, old school nurses used to just pick up a patient. Christy would get on one side, I would get on the other, and we would say one, two, three, and we would move patients uh, up in the bed, side to side, whatever. We didn't have any help. Didn't matter how big they were. If they were very big, you get extra help. Remember those days, Christy? Mm-hmm. The break your back days. Mm-hmm. So we all of a sudden, one day, Christy, in comes a ceiling lift and it's like a it's like on a track on the ceiling and you can move it all around the room and it lowers and it raises and then you put the patient in a lift sheet you hook it to it and it's like a hoyer it moves them around well y'all we had seen hoyers but we had never seen one in the room now those of you that haven't been nurses very long are like carrie we have those in every room yes you do but there was a time when we didn't well let me just tell you i was so aggravated about this new lift because it takes time it takes energy you got to get uh you got to put them in the thing you got to lower it down it's just easier to grab a strong buddy and lift them up and i'll never forget the reason i said loray larson is i said well this is ridiculous and loray says it she said to me she's she was very nice and she said carrie is the expectation that this will be the way we move patients from now on. And Christy, I was like, and they were like, either you adapt or you get out of nursing. And they weren't threatening me. That's not what Lorraine was doing. She wasn't threatening, but she said, it is the expectation. So let me say to you, you may be an old dog, but I'm telling you folks, it's the expectation that we move forward with technology. Otherwise, and you don't have to let it consume your life. Otherwise you'll be that old nurse that quit. At St. Joseph's, a whole rash of nurses left back in the early 2000s when we got computerized charting. Yes, they make these things called pens. I'm going to show you guys one. And papers and charts used to be paper. I remember. You you click it, you click it. Mm -hmm. And nurses used to write it and they write in the actual chart and then you'd sign C. Thompson RN. Yep. So I just, I, I just wanted to bring this relic out in case anybody knew. Yeah. So that's how we did charting. And Christy, when we got computerized charting, so many nurses said, out, 
I'm out. So it, it is the expectation to stay relevant that you become the old jog learning new tricks. You know, most of our clients, like I mentioned before, are of the baby boomer uh, uh, generation and we love them. I mean, I prefer I, I'm not saying anything against my 30 and 40 year old girls or even the guys or whatever. But I really, really, really love menopausal women in their 50s and 60s. I love it, love it, love it. And what we what we have seen is just having to undo so much damage done from our government and our education system about the food pyramid, nine to 11 servings of grain a day. And over the past 40 years, 50 years, 70 years, it has made us the sickest and fattest in human history. Nobody talked about sugar consumption back in the day when the food pyramid first came out. Nobody talked about the inflammatory how inflammatory grains were. They didn't understand that low fat meant more sugar and carbs. They thought that they were helping and well-meaning most of them and highly educational people were just doing, they thought they were doing the right thing. Now, of course, there is another aspect of this. That's a very powerful sugar industry behind all this and paying people off and, and the, the corrupt government, but you know, there, that's not the whole case. And now we've got women coming through saying, I've got to have my healthy whole grains. I've got to have my whole milk. I, and you're wondering why you're 80 pounds overweight and the, the, the arthritis is out of control and the eczema is out of control and you hurt all the time and you've got massive hormone disruptors happening all through your body. It's just, it's, it's highly estrogenic and it's just, they're messed up people. Well, we're undoing all that misinformation, all that wrong information that we thought was right back in the day and that it does our health no good. Generation X was certainly the Kool-Aid generation, weren't we, Christy? Mm -hmm. And do you remember Mama Carol making us use half the sugar? Yes. Half the sugar in the Kool-Aid. And we thought that she was cheap and cruel. But yeah. now Mama Carol makes a lot of sense, doesn't she? <laughs> <laughs> she had some. So shout out to you, Mom, because I know you listen to all the podcasts. Thank you for having yes. Christy and Carrie and Laura drink half the sugar in the Kool-Aid. Um, and we didn't have it that often, but she did. She was like, you don't need all that sugar. Just do half of what the package says. And I was like, she's either cheap or a genius. So I think she was a cheap genius. But Christy, it is so hard. Um, you just talked to a nurse the other day who got out of nursing because of this very concept mm -hmm. that she was tired of the misinformation and at the bedside, wasn't she saying that you, she felt like she couldn't make a change because so much of this junk about the food pyramid is still out there. And she, had a, she had an MSN and she got out of nursing. She said she just couldn't, she just couldn't take it. Cause it was not, it was, she was just watching people get sicker. And it's very hard for me when I go to a patient's house and they're like, my blood sugars are really high. And I'm like, I know the answer, but I can't give you a code red revolution book in this house with my uniform on, although I'd love to, but I'll say things like, well, have you thought about just maybe having eggs for breakfast? You know, instead of that piece of toast, I get real hungry after my toast and I think it's good for me. And I'm like, ah, put some, I mean, I'm not an advocate of this, but put some avocado on it, put some peanut butter, like do something, get some protein. But Christy, it is old dog, new tricks. And boy, is our society resistant to what is becoming proven. This is not even negotiable that the healthy whole grains are bad for you. This is study after study that's taking place. So it's not like, oh my gosh, I've never heard that idea. Or oh, is that proven? Is that witch doctor stuff? Right. 
Yeah, what we thought we knew before definitely is proving to the numbers don't lie, folks. And we are 88% of this country, 350 million people in this country, 88% are they're overweight and metabolically broken, broken, and two-thirds of the country is obese. And this is a serious problem. Carrie, let me let me ask you about parenting. I don't have kids. Okay. Carrie has kids. Carrie, you raised a set of millennials, and now you're raising a Gen Z. And so very different from the girls that the, the kids that you raise that are now 23, 24 versus the 12-year-old that you have. Have you noticed a whole shift in your parenting style? I, I have noticed that I have had to change. I have had to become the older mom, the new tricks, because, you know, it's funny, the older ones love to come to me and tell me how I'm doing things unfair and how things have changed. I will say that I think with age, I've become a better parent and I'm not as strict. Like I didn't let the young ones jump on the trampoline. I know y'all, but I was a new ICU nurse. I didn't want them to break their necks, you know? And then my son was like, why does she get a cell phone? I'm like, they didn't have cell phones when you were that little, like they didn't, they didn't. And so what do I do? Do I make her a pariah and not let her have any technology or do I treat her like my 24 year olds lived I mean, what do you do? It's really tough, Christy. As a parent, it is really hard because I cannot parent the same way I did the older ones. Mm. Times have changed. Well, back in my day, we beat them till they couldn't even stand up straight. And then you'd lock them in there. Well, sir, sir, from someone who has been spanked like that, sir, you get arrested for that kind of stuff these days. It may have worked in 1978, Okay. And I received my fair share. I deserved them all. I'm sure spankings, but you can't, I cannot do that with Anne Marie because I will go to jail. We can't. And it's not just about jail. We can't parent like that. You have to change the way you're parenting. Things are changing fast. These kids have computers at school. When I first started teaching nursing, Christy, I told all my students, put your phones away and I better never see you with the phone. You look it up, you get a book. Well, I would be kicked out of nursing instructing if I said that now the other, all their work is submitted on their phone. All their care plans are submitted on their phone. You text doctors, that's unheard of. Sorry, I could go off on this. Back to my kids. It has changed a lot and I can't parent this one, a Gen Zer like I did. What's the other one's named? Gen X, the middle millennials. So Courtney, Chase, and Ellie are millennials. Yes. And Anne-Marie is a Gen, Gen Z, right? Gen Z. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Yeah. Anne-Marie is like, mom, which generation are you? And I'm like, I don't know. Call your Aunt Chrissy. She knows those names. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been in the health and fitness industry for 28 years, and I have seen everything come and go. And back in the day, I cringe at the thought of us making people do step aerobics where we're <laughs> jumping up on a step and pounding the crap out of people's knees. And, and I just, you know, like we just don't do, we don't do that. Even things that they did on the biggest loser, uh, you know, oh. years ago, um, it, 15 years ago, we don't, we don't take morbidly, morbidly obese people that are 350 to 550 and make them run five miles a day. You just don't do that. That's why I did not take the job offer when I was offered the job to go work on the biggest loser. It just doesn't line up with what I'm not going to be responsible for a, a, an obese person blowing out a knee. But I know that back in the day when someone would submit their food logs to me, it would be on paper and it would be at the end of the week. It would not be, and there was no way to make a course correction because the damage was done. It was like, and now, you know, when I was doing one-on-one, I had a, I had their phones hooked to my 
computer and I could actually see where they were going and what they were doing. I could see everything in real time. And if you would have told me, like, I mean, even just that just blows me away. Like, wow, I could see everything in real time. And then that presentation I told you guys about from Miami, the stuff they were showing that is going to be coming up in the future that we'll be able to do with our clients is even more so advanced. Did you ever think we would see self-driving cars? Well, John Chris, John Chris, John Chris, Christian comedian. He's amazing. If you don't follow him, you need to. He's amazing. He went to Arizona, right, Christy? Yeah, I think it was Phoenix. And he got in a car without a driver and it drove him to his hotel. Yeah, his Uber. Like, and I hate to sound like that person, but I think it's really important that that I'm not saying get rid of your flip phone, but (laughs) you are going to have to eventually. I had a patient the other day with a flip phone and she said, you know, these aren't going to work after a while. They're going to update the towers and these won't work. And I get it. I get that change is hard. I get that paradigm shifts are hard. They do die hard. They do. But let me just use Lorraine Larson's, let me use her words. It is the expectation that this is the new way of doing things. Now, you don't have to conform on everything. You don't have to get the latest of everything. But guys, it's so easy to get left behind in the dirt. If you are not careful, you will be that person that doesn't know where the start key is on the computer. And Christy, that scares me. Already my daughter at 12 knows way more about some parts of technology than I do. You know, people got get a hold of me. They're like, hey, on your Code Red app, do you? And I'm like, ah, la, 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 la. I'm going to forward this email to somebody else. <laughs> so well, it is hard. You know, my friend Marley Jacks, she's 31, sis. And I always message her and ask her things about apps. I mean, I just don't. I'm like, Mar, of course, you can YouTube at the time we're recording this in May of 2022. You yeah. can YouTube how to any. That's what YouTube YouTube is a how to. And yep. so entrepreneurs, creators, make sure that you make all your YouTube's how to videos. But and, and you can YouTube things and I'll always like Marley, what is going on? What are they doing? And her mind just works differently at, you know, 15 years older than her. Her mind just works differently. And Anne Marie at 12 years old, her mind just works differently. Yes. They just accept certain things. They've, they've been conditioned to think in very differently than us. And, and I do love the technology coming out. I'm not resistant to it. Like a lot of people are like, well, I just still use pen and paper. I do write thank you notes. I do things, you know, the old way, but I, I'm not resistant to the new way. And you know, I like making fun of myself on TikTok for sure, you know, and, but I'll, I'll end up learning that dance and I'll post a new video with the correct way to do the dance. It's just, yeah. I mean, sometimes you find yourself stuck in your old ways and it's not good. You've got to move forward. I was going to brag on Christy, even though she's sitting here, um, (laughs) you know, when Christy started code red, she did not know. I mean, you know, she has, she has college, she has experience. She's amazing in the fitness industry and with weight loss. Okay. But to the best of my knowledge, and I think I'm probably closer to you than anybody because we're probably closer than I'm closer to you and you're closer to me than anybody. Chrissy did not have any experience with business entrepreneurship. She did not understand ROIs. She did not have any knowledge about investments. She did not have knowledge about business settings, systems, Zoom, Zoho. It's not our space. It was not Christy's space. But let me tell you something. Talk about an old dog, how to build a website. How do you create a logo? How do you get things uh, copyrighted? I mean, these are big questions that come up when you are 
going from what Chrissy went to, to what she is now. And let me tell you guys, she dedicated herself, which is probably why she burned out her adrenals last year, but she dedicated herself to never like just reading a Nora Roberts romance book. She was always like podcast business. Yes. I grew up on a farm in Idaho, but I'm going to understand my numbers. I'm going to have a hold on what I'm doing. I'm going to understand what Facebook is doing with marketing. I'm going to have a good idea about what return on this investment, how much per piece for every cookbook I ship, how much is code red spending? I mean, she has it dialed in and that has not been easy. And that did not come natural and she's really good at it now. And it's only because she's put the work in only because she was an old dog. And she's like, I have to understand the space. And she put in the, in the time and now she understands it. And that's, that's pretty darn impressive. That isn't just a lift in a room. That's all I'm saying. She figured it out. <laughs> Thank you. I remember buying tax books to try to learn the difference between a C corp and an S corp. Oh. And, and I was like, I am determined to get this right. And I know that one of my top three biggest, when I do presentations, how I went from food stamps to 10 million in three and a half years, one of the top three tips I give is get a coach because without a coach, I mean, I just, I knew that I didn't know. Like I was like, I can get weight off of anybody. I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm doing. How do I do this part? You know, and it and it worked out because I listened to people smarter than me. You don't know what you don't know. Mm -mm. Now, do I think that every grandma out there has to be like doing the TikTok? No, <laughs> I'm not saying that. Just be aware that there are things that that if, if you aren't going to get on board, just be aware about them. Have a working knowledge. When someone says, you know, WhatsApp. I'm not going to be like, oh God, what is that? What is that? Like, oh yeah. my gosh, you know, I want to just keep myself sharp. So time, it doesn't pass you by. And so you can have conversations with people. It's never going to be the good old days. I miss the good old days. I miss the TV changing with the channel. I miss the tinfoil on the antenna. I miss drinking out of the hose. And I think that we can get aspects of that back, but I think it's also okay to learn some new tricks along the way to, to stay relevant and to be able to communicate with people in this age of your life that you're in. Hmm. Well, this is a wonderful conversation. I loved this. I hope you guys, I hope you guys kind of got a little bit like shaken up and a little wake up call here and realize, you know, we love you. We're in the same boat. We want you to move forward with us. And, and don't be afraid to shake off some of those old things that we used to use. We used to believe, you know, Carrie and I were raised in a very strict religious household. And some of the things that we were taught might not have, you know, they were pretty, they were pretty strict and they kind of, you know, they messed with us a little bit. And it wasn't until I was older until I realized now oh, that's not quite, I don't think that's quite what, is the right way to think. And, you know, I'm, you can see, I'm trying to be respectful of my parents and our, and our church and stuff, but it's, it's good to, to reevaluate and to think and to move forward and be a forward thinking person. Um, but I like, I'm with you, sis. I, I miss the good old days. I miss riding horseback. I miss, you know, I miss the four H I miss drinking out of the hose and I miss mom's, you know, taco dinners. And so, but we're moving forward. We're healthy. We're better than ever. And, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. And, and I'm going to stay relevant. I don't know about you. I know Carrie's going to stay relevant. You can design a life that includes some things from the old days. I, I want to mention that you absolutely can. If you love reading the newspaper and drinking your coffee for by all means, 
read a newspaper and drink your coffee. If you want to have horses and go on horseback rides, if you choose not to have a television, don't have a television. I know I don't have cable. Chrissy doesn't have cable. So I think that it's fine to design a life that incorporates that, but just don't be afraid of looking at some of these new things that are coming down the pipe and realizing that you can learn new things. So to the old nurses that didn't want to learn, uh, didn't want to learn the electronic documentation, it's now the standard. It's been the standard for a while. It's now the standard that we use less. It's now the standard, and it should be, that the old food pyramid is killing us. So it's okay to start to shift, but you can still design a life that has some of those old things that you loved. I think that's fine. But again, uh, Anne-Marie said to me the other day, she was telling me about a murder mystery, Christy, and she said, the phone was off the hook. And then she said, do you know what it means when the phone's off the hook? You all, she's never used a corded phone. You're she totally doesn't know. Right. So she had to look up, what does it mean when the phone is off the hook? And she goes, that's like when you, okay, phones used to hang up. And I'm like, yeah, sissy, I know. So for some of us, we may not be okay with the phones not having cords, but I'm here to tell you it will be okay. So I now now you all know that my 12-year-old had no idea. She had to Google, what does it mean when the phone's off the hook? <laughs> you know, I drive a Tesla Model Y and I've had it for about a year and a half. And um, it when I would drive by, when I first got it, everybody was gawking like, oh, there's a Tesla. There's a, that's the electric car that drive that goes really fast. Oh my gosh, that's the Tesla. And everybody, you know, uh, everybody wanted to drive it and people wanted to see inside. I remember being at the studio recording and uh, the owner's daughter asked if she could see inside the Tesla, but it's already starting a year and a half later. It's already starting to be just like, it's not a big deal that I'm that we're you're seeing chargers everywhere. People are getting into electric cars more and more and nobody's really thinking about it. And pretty soon in our lifetime, you know, you're going to watch gas gas stations go away and be replaced by charging stations. And it's just it's it's crazy to me. The only thing you can count on in life is the fact that it will always change. Yeah, it will always change. Things will never stay the same. And it, it's just tough. And you can learn new tricks. So don't don't be discouraged. Just take it in chunks and, you know, learn what's relevant to you. That's absolutely, totally acceptable. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. And we hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Please be sure to join us at the 10-pound takedown. we got a lot of programs that are relevant to you that are going to help you get through whatever you're going. So check those out in the Code Red Network, coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you want to stay connected to other rebels like you, join us in our private network. Our Code Red app is a one-stop shop, free from ads, algorithms, censorship, and a place where you can see, listen, and watch everything Code Red. You'll be encouraged, motivated, and fired up to stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Get recipe ideas, tips, tricks, and help from coaches, mentors, and other rebels. You can also purchase products, programs, and coaching all right there in one place. And if you have any trouble navigating the app, we're right there to help you. So go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash APP to join for free. And I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.